You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us at Reclamation. We're so excited to be back with you today. I am Tonya Dawn. Neva Lee. And Justin. And we're the Reclas. We are Reclamation. And today we're really, really, really excited because we're talking about the power of unschooling. And the reason why, well, we're on cheer. And the reason why we're talking about the power of unschooling is because we've had such a unique experience with Neva's learning and with how she's traversed and matriculated through an educational process of her own. And it it bears witness. We we were going to share it. And and not only that, but she just wrapped up seventh grade. Yes. With a... 4.0 GPA. Oh, oh. Ooh. That's right. For the year, this was her first year of schooling. It was a little bit of an experiment. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, a sec. Stop there. Stop there. She's 11, and people are going to go... Um, Hold up. How, she's 11. How did she do it her first year of schooling? Yeah. Shh. We don't There's talk about that. No. So that is exactly what we're going to be talking about, because she didn't do schooling in a traditional sense, and the homeschooling that we did was rather unique. As you know, If you've listened to any of our episodes, then you know most of what we do is rather unique. So that's what we're going to talk about today, and we're really excited about it. And, and of course... Um, I've synthesized certain aspects of what we've witnessed from that, and we're going to talk about it and, and how you can apply that into your kid's life and, and even apply it to how you hold your own educational experience. Because, folks, if, if you're not aware that we get to have these experiences with others through these processes and witnessing them and reimagining them, then, then you're only playing half the game, right? And so by, by Justin and I being able to be here and witness an observation of and experience Neva's walk with her, we get to reimagine our own experiences, which were phenomenal. We had great experiences, but this gets to be even better. As well, it should, right? We should be evolving with each generation. And so, first of all, I'm going to turn it over to Neva and say, okay, so how would you describe your sort of learning, schooling, educational experience up to this point? Yeah, so that's a great question. I would say the word I'd use for it is backwards. I always talk about how my life has always been backwards. I mastered the adult space when I was two, and now I'm getting into the kids' space at 11, going into middle school. Well, I am in middle school, so in middle school. It's official. You are officially a middle schooler. Yeah. Yep. In the middle of middle school. In the middle of middle school. I'm Maybe in the middle. You're middle, 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 middler. You heard it in you middle heard it here for, Now you're getting me all distracted. So we did <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I would say backwards because I did go to a cup two schools when mm. I was younger. Um, one lasted a couple months, the other one lasted a day and a half, and that's a whole story within itself. It didn't it didn't go very well, if, if y'all were wondering. Um, <laughs> and so after that, I decided I wanted to be homeschooled. I'm like, I want to learn from home. This isn't working for me. So then I was homeschooled from, what age would you say? Well, I, I mean, I would say pretty much you were homeschooled. Yeah, oh, basically always homeschooled. Yeah, you had, I was you had a few months in a preschool type situation. Yeah, so like from that point to now i've been homeschooled except not now because i'm going to school at asu prep go check that out there's awesome teachers and they've helped me a lot asu prep asu prep digital asu prep digital yeah so 
yeah, I think I think backwards because I was able to master the adult space. And I think part of the reason I was able to master the adult space was because I was learning from home. And I yeah. am still learning from home now. It's just more structure and an actual school. Okay. So, yeah. Well, and what I really love about it is, is that we no longer have to provide the curriculum. <laughs> Somebody else is doing that. Well, to be clear, like we didn't have to. Like we, wow. and this is this is why we talk about like the unschooling component because there are phenomenal homeschooling programs that you can follow and, and set curriculums. We didn't opt for that because what we found was, as with everything that we do, the traditional kind of boxed cookie cutter um, programs just didn't work for us, and so we had to pick and choose and create the hybrid situations. I happen to have a master's in an educational program. That helps. It helps, and so and I studied all the philosophies of education, and so we we had a really good framework. Justin and I both had matriculated um, through college. And my, so my dad was a teacher, right? And so we had we had all of the all of the fixings to make this work. Go ahead. Y'all may be wondering if homeschooling was working so well, then why would I move to an online school? Oh, that's a great question. And so to add on to that, I'm sorry, it just came to my mind, but I'm sorry, actually not sorry. Sorry, sorry not sorry. <laughs> um, so part of the reason is because I want to do college at ASU, and mom went to ASU, my sister's going there. Um, so there's a lot of, like, good juju, I guess, with ASU. <laughs> We're hyping this school up, so, like, go check it out because it's awesome. Um, and so then we discovered the middle school that just so happened to be online, and they also have in school, but in person but I was like okay I want to give this a try because I want to be able to go to college there but I also want to kind of stay free-flowing with my school and that's exactly what it had to offer because it's online there's certain classes but I don't have to go to them if I don't want to there's some I don't go to and there's a lot I do go to and so it offers a really free-flowing space Mm -hmm. while still giving me the opportunities in the future that I was looking for that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of insight in that. We're going to cut to a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to dive into what we discovered about her doing this sort of reverse-engineered schooling process and then how you can apply that in your own situation. So stay with us. Of course, if you want to know anything about the Reckless, you can always go to superpowerexperts.com and check out the network there, and you can check out the IM series where we share a lot about our teachings. And then, of course, in the programs where all three of us participate with our clients and helping them move through their own journeys with their families and in their relationships. So go check that out, superpowerexperts.com, and stick with us because we'll be right back and talk more about the power of unschooling. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. Thank you so much for joining us here. We're talking about the power of unschooling. Before the break, Neva was sharing some about her current experience going to a virtual school using ASU Prep Digital. And she referenced the fact that we've she's been walking backwards in this schooling process, which has sort of been what we've we've been in pursuit of. And so Justin, to you, 
it's weird, right? It's a weird thing. We got we got some pushback from friends and family who didn't quite understand what we were doing or how we were doing it or why we were doing it. Um, but as with most of what ha- what's happened in life, especially since you know Neva came on the scene, it's always been a discovery process. Can you? What was your experience like with that? Well, I have got you know, I've got two older kids, and from our from previous marriage, you know, you've you've been mom to them for the last you know twelve years, <laughs> and. My experience with, with my first two, uh, especially with the divorce, was completely, um, completely well, I would say uncommon, but I would say it's probably more common in, in our society today than anything. And so I wasn't, I didn't have an opportunity to be part of their education. And so when the opportunity came along to homeschool me a bit, it was like, wow, this, this gets to replace all of that. Right? I get to have that full experience and because of the work we do in the world, we, I knew that a typical education wasn't going to work for her. And we both nope. realized that really quick at, from that first experience, right? Where she's like, yeah, this is not going to work for me, right? And so for me, the experience was, okay, well, then what do we do, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And because even the, even the homeschooling curriculums that were out there, we didn't agree with fully. And what I loved about it was, is we finally dug our heels in and found resources of like, okay, by this age, what should she know? By this age, what should she know? And then we built out a curriculum around that together. And then we poured into her mm-hmm. in all the gaps and in between the actual life application of the schooling, which is where business comes in. That's right. And so... You know, in areas that we may have been a little lacking over here, take math for example. For math, for example, right? We got to fill in the gaps with math, with real-world versions and uses of math. Because in, in business, you have to sell, sell stuff. You have inventory. You've got, and she she experienced all that with her with her very first bracelet company, right? When she was selling bracelets, she got to understand that. And so, for me, it was finding applicable ways of giving her the lessons and things that she needed to learn that she was able to use as a kid, even though most of that is reserved for when they graduate Mm -hmm. from high school. That's right. One of my favorite stories about that is Neva, um, because of CEO space and and, and what Bernie Dorman uh, created over there, they did a veterans tribute every time we were present. And so she got to see her dad and I be um, celebrated as veterans and she was building businesses and stuff. And so she came to us one year, she was about four, I think. And she said she wanted to do something for soldiers, for, Mm -hmm. for the military. And so we talked about it and came up with some ideas and she wanted to draw pictures, but, but she was adamant that she didn't want the soldiers to have to pay for the pictures. I said, okay, that's awesome. Well, then how are you going to, you know, build the business up? And she said, well, I'm just going to do the pictures and give them away. I said, okay, well, where are you going to get the supplies? And she said, well, like what? So what about paper? She goes, well, I have paper. And I said, no, that's my paper. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, how are you going to get your paper? paper. <laughs> so, so she was like, whoa, wait, what do you mean? And, and it was a great way for her. So we had to sit down and calculate the costs and, and, and then come up with a plan. If she didn't want the soldiers to pay for the pictures, how was it going to happen? So she did a buy one, give one program, sort of like a Tom's shoe concept and then corporate sponsors and stuff. So, but she got to run the numbers and at four, she got to understand like, oh, I can't, I'm, she had to figure out how much do you have to pay to get how many pieces of paper so it was a brilliant little experiment that we got to do neva for your part in it 
um, while, while your dad was looking for techniques and that was kind of his focus, for me, it was more, wait, why are we doing this? Like, what, what is the purpose of educating? Like, what is our goal? What is our responsibility as parents? What is, what does society want us to do with this person? And, and how are we going to go about that? And, um, for us, it really turned around when it was like, isn't our responsibility to kind of help her become the most self-sufficient kind of well-rounded, like human being possible an adult in training yeah like like actually train her to to be ready for that and so what it did was it allowed the schooling portion of it to be just one component of your entire developmental career and i i i think that that made a big difference because that's where the business and the personal development pieces and all of these other kind of things got to be in place but as a child, what you were experiencing was the um, reflection of that either from others your age or from adults who weren't quite getting that, that your experience was very different. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so I think a lot of times, and this happens even now, is most people don't know what to do with me, if that makes sense. I'll go, especially since I don't look or talk or act my age a lot of people don't know what to do with me i'm right in the like who are you what age are you because i'm a grade ahead of what i'm supposed to be i've run seven businesses and i'm not in traditional well i now am traditional schooling but in the past i hadn't done traditional schooling so a lot of the time time people don't know what to do with me especially adults um because for a while when I was being homeschooled, people would ask, like, oh, what school do you go to? I'm like, well, I'm homeschooled. And they didn't know what to do with that. So I'd be sitting explaining to this, typically a parent, what homeschooling was, why we were doing it, and what the purpose was. So I think... Wait, we would get solicited out walking in the neighborhood yeah. by parents with young kids, and they, they would want to know all about it, like, and would interview her as we're walking around, because it was fascinating, right, yeah. that that was an option. Yeah, and I think... People can do that. Yeah, that's absurd. And I think on some level, homeschooling had, like I said earlier, it gave me an opportunity to do business and do the things I wanted to do because I wasn't in school mm-hmm. for however long people are in school for. So it it offered up a lot of free opportunity for me. But how did you deal with those reflections? Like, like you're yeah. obviously not this, you're not this. And, and, and let's be real folks. Like she doesn't look 11. Like we grow them big. Like we're like <laughs> giants compared to most people. So, so it's, it's that she's, she, what she speaks to is the, is the maturity of not, not the physical maturity, the emotional maturity, the spiritual maturity, um, the mental maturity, like it's all present in this package. And so it is really confounding. It's confounding for us. And, and we live with it 24 seven. So it's like, what is it? And, and it's shown us at least, and maybe this will spark that in you, baby, about this is like, it, you have to let her be her because it doesn't really fit anywhere else. And and I think that that's part of the brilliance is that through this journey together, she's shined so brightly in who she is. Her dad and I can't even put her in boxes, right? We can't even nope, say, oh, no, this tried. is what she is. This is what she is. <laughs> like, it's, it's impossible. She's superseded that just like all of us do. We just get to witness it in yeah. this younger person. Yeah. I I love how you ask, like, what do I do with that? Because I think for a while, I love sitting with how perplexing I am to people. Um, like you said, I, I definitely don't look 11. We were going to brunch today, and I was sitting. There was a bunch of people in there walking next to me, and I'm, like, five six, five seven, standing over these people, and I feel like a giant. And I know I'm probably younger than all of them. And 
you know, I think it's funny to sit back and just observe people being perplexed. And a lot of times people try to put me in a box, which typically never works. Um, little secret for you. Um, like when I was six, I had a mohawk, was wearing boxers briefs and played with a Chewbacca toy all the time. And I remember we were at this restaurant and a boy came up to me and he's like, are you a boy or a girl? I'm like, I'm a girl. And he just walked away. I'm like, okay. You were so upset. I was. I was like, I wanted to be your friend, but okay. So I've always been perplexing to people and I've always known that, especially since my identity changes so much. Chameleon ability, go take the superpower quiz if you want to find out what your superpowers are. She's like subliminal messages. (laughs) <laughs> Go to superpowersports.com. So Go to the take the quiz. <laughs> it serves you well, young one. <laughs> but it's just all of that. My identity is forever changing. And there's been so many experiences that have changed my identity. But for a lot of people, especially people who have known me a really long time, they never know what to do with me. Mm-hmm. We'll go to family gatherings and they're like, who are you? And I, well, and, you know, and so, okay, that's, that's your experience. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm stepping on you and it's delightful. <laughs> I love that you're delighting in it. And the purpose in that and, and what we've synthesized is, is that when we, we kept her out of typical kid environments, not necessarily by design or on purpose. It, it just, she kind of navigated us that way. And from jump, she always had the opportunity to engage in kid environments if she wanted to, but knowing that those had certain rules, those had certain parameters and limitations that she learned very early on, whereas the adult environment gave her a lot more freedoms, but she had to earn them. She had to step into them. And and by making that choice, then at the point in time here, you know, 10, 11 years old, when she really started um, deeply engaging in more typical kid environments, she already knew who she was outside of those environments. So while it was challenging for her to find who she was within those environments, she was bouncing off of this kind of fictitious fake world that we create for kids and was able to say, I don't see myself reflected in that. And once she got comfortable with that, then she could engage in it knowing that it didn't really say anything about who she was. She got to play in those environments knowing full well who she is as a whole divine um, inspired being um, already a full entity, right? Coming into the world as a full entity, the observations and the data and the the perspective that she shares now going into those environments in full awareness are, are both amazing and miraculous to witness and also terrifying because she's able to tell us what's going on in those environments, mm-hmm. folks. She's able to tell us what's going on in the homes of these young people who aren't being treated as whole people. And we now understand why we see some of the problems that we do in society. And so if you don't see the gold mine that this is, when we allow kids to go into environments wholly who they are, they're going to change the environments, first of all. But second of all, they're also going to help illuminate for us how we can do better moving forward. Yes, baby. Well, I, mean, I think... Other I, baby. <laughs> I, think, I think in that is recognizing that giving your kids the opportunity to be themselves fully and not putting any limitations or restrictions on them, that's it's okay. Even if they're in traditional schooling, let them be who they are to explore that for themselves because if they're not seeing themselves in the reflection, if they're not 
getting back positive vibes from their peers, then it's our responsibility as the parents to uplift them in, in ways that give them the freedom to explore their own boundaries, right? I think there's this misconception in society that we just send our kids off to school and by the time they're 18, they're educated and grown up. And <laughs> they're well, gonna that's, know everything. Well, that's, well, that's a, I know that's a far stretch and I know there, there, you know, there's a lot of the in-between time that we spend as parents, you know, we spend with our kids. I think that piece, if left unspoken, is we can't, as parents, we can't abdicate our power to teachers, principals, or wherever, whatever other environments that are, that we put our kids in, and we have to own the experience, and if it's not working out there, having the courage to find somewhere else to, to look. I mean, that was our situation, right? Is okay, well, that, that was a day and a half, and that didn't work in this kindergarten. <laughs> what the heck are we gonna do? Just sitting in the car throwing a temper tantrum right? well, because we, I didn't want to go in school. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and to your but to your defense, the the environment that was created <laughs> at the school was really one that was going to treat train kids to be institutionalized. Yeah, hands behind the back, line up, no talking, and it was Bubbles just in your it, it was just it was gross. Yeah, it wasn't your intolerance. It you were you, what you were doing is you were communicating to us. The fact that it was an environment that was completely out of harmony with the essence of who you are. And really quickly, and I'll turn it over to you, baby. The um, one thing that you said there, Justin, that was so crucial was this concept of, like, we thought for a long time Neva was just unschoolable. Yeah, like, 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 and, and we're like, what are we going to do? And, and, and we kind of reconciled ourselves to the fact that so when she started expressing an interest in college, it was like, uh, uh. oops. And <laughs> so, but what we find is that she's, can cooperate with her teachers. She has an appreciation. She's taught classes before and she's spoken on stages. And so she participates in the class in a respectful way. We partner with them. Like, like we're completely appreciative of them because, because we did it on our own for so long. And we know it's not easy. And we know that we have a responsibility within it. And so while I would have expected us to be like the holy terrors of like the school system, like ah, the reckless are here, you know, but, but actually the experience has been incredibly harmonious because we're not defining ourselves by our child. Our child's not defining herself by the school or by her performance within it. And so it allows for this really beautiful learning environment that I think most people get into education to, to, to propagate. And I mean, I taught at ASU in, in the teacher prep program, and most everybody gets into education because they want to make a difference. It deserves the right environment so that we can allow those individuals to make a difference. Yeah, and I think... I think the biggest thing for from going from a very untraditional form of schooling to where I am now is... Which is also really untraditional. I mean, let's be clear. Very untraditional. Yeah, this is not and eight to five. I'm a great ahead of what I'm supposed to be in. And for a while, I did think, like, I wasn't going to understand the system. It was the teachers weren't going to appreciate me because I just been so used to doing everything on my own and this school uh, this we're not sponsored by ASU prep by the way i just really like but my we school. could be could be, could be. you are wink, ASU wink. prep and you're listening no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um but oh my goodness we're getting all thrown off track now so wait who we are we, we who who's we, holding the the, the, the pawn <laughs> <laughs> so for a while i thought like you guys said i thought i was going to be kind of unschoolable or that 
if I was schoolable, schools weren't going to really like me. Um, <laughs> that's a serious concern. It was a not very Not that you're not delightful, but you, you know what you want and you know or how to I get it. Dun, dun, dun. No, I, I, I think I am. Um, Which one? <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I'm everything. Yes. Everything. I'm all. But I've made great relationships with my teacher. My social studies teacher has a podcast. I'm not going to say his name, but he is awesome. And on his class, we always geek out about um like science fiction stuff and talk about star wars and marvel movies and all that and i've been able to build really great relationships with people i didn't think i was going to build relationships with merely because of my past experience but i actually found this opposite well because you i I contend because you went into those situations knowing wholly who you are and and there were moments when it got not threatened but but when that what you got got back from the projection provided something that made you look at something about who you are and 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 one thing we've always worked with you on from a very very young age is how do you get what you want not like spoiled brat like you get every little pony that you want but really at the heart of it what are you really looking for connection fulfillment love right all of those components that make for a rich experience how do you get that and that's being true to who you are and, and that in and of itself is, is is a journey even for young people and it, and it's important that we acknowledge that well yeah and just to kind of tap into the the title of the episode here the concept of unschooling is, is not just homeschooling but part of what we allowed her to do was to learn about the things that she was interested in and the fact that we were homeschooling Right, allowed us to explore those different avenues and, and, and it opened up all sorts of possibilities of new ways of learning right so like she wanted to learn pottery we went so we went, took a pottery class mm-hmm. right um, just you know she wanted to learn about uh, the different tribes in in Arizona so we went to different locations and, and learned about them and and it really opened up a whole new world. So if you're feeling, if you're sitting in a place where you're like, well, that's my kid, and I, you know, I work nine to five, I get it. But understand, there there are a lot of different resources out there for you to tap into. And if you're listening to this, send us an email, and we'll send you those resources that we have to help get you started. Well, and I think I think too the not just for her for us the concept of unschooling gave us permission to question everything and to say okay why would we teach it that way why would she need to learn it that way does she need to learn it that way what does she need to learn because in in today's world there there's resource to learn freaking everything like there's there's it's just there's not enough time in the day for her to be able to learn everything that she's capable of learning and so on some level we had to help her develop to a place where she could put her feet on her own path and where she's guided by god because it's impossible for us to own forever and the sooner you can kind of start turning that dominion over to your children arming them supporting them loving them giving them techniques like this isn't a permission to kind of go you know here you go you're on your own go figure it out but giving them some leeway and permission to discover those things for themselves yeah i think i think one of the things about especially traditional kid environments is a lot of people don't know who they are and they're not fully within themselves and or they're forever changing which i think everybody kind of is everybody is i don't think everybody kind of is and in most kid environments there's not a good enough container for people to be able to develop who they are and i think 
back to like unschooling, if we're gonna unschool the kids, we have to learn to unschool our society because it's not just like my dad was saying it's not just being homeschooled it's just changing how we look at things especially in regards to kids like we're still full people and how do we manage those spaces and I think something I was able to really learn is how to master the adult space when you're two three years old and how to master the kid space when you're a little late to the game is how can we do all of it? But in order to do all of it, we, we have to look at kids as people. Brilliant. I think that that's a phenomenal place for us to wrap up. Um, everyone feeling complete with that? The yeah, power of unschooling? This yep. is, uh, folks, it's possible. <laughs> it, it is possible. And uh, I have to tell you, the experience has been uh, quite enlightening and quite enjoyable along the entire way. And, I would say enriching. It's yeah. been full. It's been like... You never know how much you don't know when you realize how hard seventh grade math is. <laughs> I don't know why you keep picking on math. Like, I don't know. I like math. So, well, that's yeah. why you did it. With yeah. Math. So this is why. Yeah. So that, but that, that's before yeah. we close out, that's one more point is that Justin, and I process information incredibly differently. And so very the different. value of both of us teaching her from very different perspective. I mean, th- those two get talking about a topic and I'm like, it's like they might as well be studying Greek and she's not taking Greek. So it, I, I literally can't understand what they're talking about because they process information a in language. a really different way. Just like I'm sure Justin's experience is similar with her and I. And so it's, it provides, it like feeds all of those different components, which enriches her ability to interact with more people and to engage with more things. Final and, thoughts, Neva. And folks, we say it's enriching. That doesn't mean there hasn't been challenges. Um, we just walk through. Well, doesn't that make through the enrichment? Like, does, exactly. Isn't that how that works? Exactly. And we just walk through. I got way behind in school. And I was like, uh, what do we do? Like a deer in headlights. Like, uh, I have two weeks left in the semester. And I have like 30 some on more things to do in math, which is probably why my dad keeps picking on it. Um, <laughs> and mind you, it's not easy stuff, folks, but it can be easy if you put your mind to it. And now I'm getting a 4.0 GPA and that proves it's possible. Woop, woop. Yeah, she, she pulled it out. So if she the unschoolable kid who was stuck in business before <laughs> the kid space can do it. You can do it too, folks. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well, thanks so much for joining us today. As always, we uh, we love to be here with you, and we're so grateful that you joined us. We talked today about the power of unschooling, and we are excited to have you join us the next time. Go to superpowerexperts.com for more information about reclamation, all of the other shows on the Superpower Network, and to get started on the path of growing with us, uh, moving into those programs where we can assist you in your own developmental process. We adore you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And from our family to yours, we love, we love you. you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.